Hayyem Yoyim Tesvav Adarishin, the 15th day of Adar Afreilchen Shushan Purim Katan. And the Rebbe indeed begins that year, 1943, came out on Shabbos. The Rebbe says, You don't say Avarachmim, you don't say It's not a day where we say Tachnun. Like yesterday, we continue the celebrations, and the Rebbe even learns in Asicha that Toivlev Mishtatamid, that there are Shittis, even though the Prima Godim says not, but there are Achreinim who say that we should increase in the Su'uda, and we should have festivities. And if there's any Svar, if there's any thought, there's any opinion that says you should feast, says the Ramah, then you should do it. Because it says in the possible table of Mishnah Tamid. So technically, throw on today another steak and, uh, and increase Laharbis Ksas Bisauda. The word of the, uh, of the Ramah is Laharbis Ksas Bisauda. And then he brings the Fasis table of Mishnah Tamid. Yeah, so and have a cup of wine, I suppose. Says the Rebbe. This is on Shabbos. The Rebbe is discussing that in Shulchan Aruch it talks how we try to minimize the hefsik, the, the interruption between washing our hands and between making hamoitzi, eating the bread. We're not supposed to have a hefsik. The uh, the uh, technically the if you're if it's possible you should do it low, uh, less than the amount it takes to walk twenty two amis which is maybe 11 seconds, whatever it is. And, uh, you know, you go to a restaurant, sometimes they put pieces of bread next to the washing station, the water. I'm not sure that that's uh, correct halachically, because, first of all, there's an advantage to making a bracha over a complete piece of bread. It's when you go to your table, which is better than eating bread crumbs. Also... You're not eating bread crumbs. That, no, they have the it's bread right there. just to be a form of... I don't. I don't remember seeing such halacha. I think it's in order that you have a piece of bread there in order to minimize, because you're not supposed to have. You're supposed to minimize the hefsek. We're not making. You're making a bracha on the tilas We're talking about a with a bracha on the tilas on washing our hands, not a not a bracha on the bread. Oh. For the bread, then yes, of course, you need bread in front of you. Correct. We're talking about the bracha until Sidaim, they have breadcrumbs next to the sink over there. Uh, another issue is that the Alter Rebbe clearly says that walking to your table where the bread is, is considered a need for the meal. So that's actually not included in the, in the clock ticking to go, right? You're allowed to say, pass me the salt. It's not considered a hafsik, a interruption, because it's relevant, it's about the bread. So walking to where your bread is, the Alter Rebbe clearly says in Shukran Aruch, is not a hafsik. So anyways, one of the things... Um, so that's just a question on whether people are doing it correctly in the restaurants. And the reason why probably the Alta Rebbe doesn't just suggest bringing a piece of bread to, the, to where you wash is because uh, you know, there's better to, you're supposed to be eating sitting. So it's not a, maybe that's a reason why he doesn't bring it as a suggestion. In any event, um, the, one of the things says in is to cut the bread already um, beforehand so that it doesn't take a long time. So you're able to go straight to it. I, you're supposed to make a bracha on a complete piece of bread. So the halacha is that even if it's cut, if you're able to hold the part that you cut off the bread, and the rest of the bread will still remain attached and won't fall off, right? Then it's not considered, it's shalim l'chol davar. Right? This is relevant on Pesach, to how to figure out whether a matzah is a complete matzah. If you take the part which is broken, not the other part of the matzah, the part which is broken, and if that is able to support the rest of the bread, then it's considered a shalim. On Shabbos, it says in Shulchan Aruch, don't do this, because you need 
to have lechem, you need to have complete bread. Maybe, he says, maybe your hand will slip. Maybe it'll cut too much. And therefore, it's a problem because uh, you need to have co- two complete uh, pieces of bread. However, here the Rebbe is telling us that the custom is, nevertheless, also in order to try to mim- minimize the hefsik, is that you already delineate where exactly you're going to cut from so you can get straight to it um, in advance. But you're careful not to cut. Okay, next talacha the Rebbe says, also in Kiddush over bread, we say savri maranon. Apparently there's spun that say you don't say savri maranon. There's such a concept of making kiddush over bread, and um, it says in many places the Mishnah Sechsedim apparently that when you make on bread don't make Savrimadanan. However, Rebbe Rashab apparently said that the, there's the amount of words that we say in kiddush is very precise. If you go from Bayechulu till till Mekadesh Hashabbos, it's it's 72 words. So Savrimadanan is part of it, and we say Savrimadanan. It's interesting to note, they bring that the Rebbe, the Rebbe used to say Sabri Maranon when he was Masad the Kedushin for Birchas Edison, Birchas Nisuin. So Sabri Maranon is something the Rebbe always did. Um, now for the core of the Hayyim Yayim, says the Rebbe, Afla'os Lavesh Teit, Evan Mikir Tizak, Vachafis, Me'etz, Ya'anenu. A Pasuk from the book of Habakkuk, from the prophet Habakkuk, and it means a stone in the wall will cry out, and a beam from the tree will respond, will talk. Technically, in Rashi over there, it's talking about things that are stolen, you know, the walls themselves, the stolen walls cry out. But here, it's actually a prophecy about the future and about the state of inanimate things in this world. It says it's referring to the future, the time to come. The wall, the stone of the wall will cry out. It's their Nowadays, the daimim, the inanimate, the inert creatures, everything is mute, they're silent. We walk on it and it's quiet. It's going to come a time of revelation in the future that the inanimate is going to begin to talk. He says it's not just going to talk, it's going to, it's going to relate, it's going to tell over, it's going to have a lot of stories to tell about everything that it experienced in its life. It had a long life, thousands of years, and it's so many things. And it's also going to start demanding. That if you, when you walked over it, did not think or did not speak words of Torah, he's going to demand, why did you step on me? Why did you tread upon me? What makes you greater than me? And so on. Concludes the Rebbe. The earth was meant to have ear, vart toys in the yard and franchises may bracious. On a stretten of ear, the vile camber broom, balichaim hulum. Business red dirt and tretna yidden, sweden, and well and redna dvartaida. Over him lav, zokzi, dupis toch echda behema. Echid via behema. The earth is waiting that you're stepping on, is been waiting for thousands of years from the six days of creation. And in the meantime, who knows how many creatures, animals walked on him. And he's waiting till finally a Jew should come. The only one who could elevate this particular spot is a Jew. Or two Jews. Imagine if two Jews are walking there together who are able to talk together. And they're able to speak Advar Torah. That's what the Rebbe says. Advar Torah. Say Advar Torah. If a person doesn't fulfill this. What does the earth tell the person? What's it going to demand? He's going to say, du bist doch Turns out, you're also like an animal. That there's no difference. You've done nothing. You've perhaps degraded the spot. Even though I believe there's a vart 
for the Baal Shem Tev and this, that even a Yid walking in a place, even without doing anything, is already an Aliyah for the place. Because the Amuna of the Jew being there. But, uh, you know, it could be that, first of all, when, when two Jews are together and they're not talking to Vritayda, it's already a Meshav Leitzim. It's not just Stam. Already by, by its core, if you're not saying a Vritayda and it's two Jews, that already is, you've already degraded the situation. It's already, it's perhaps maybe just a suggestion. That's why he brings this concept of Tzveyidin. Um, but even one Jew, there's no question that we should be thinking Torah and talking Torah, as the Rebbe says in many Hayyam Yams, as we walk down the street and, uh, and elevate the world around us and bring Mashiach. Everybody have a wonderful day.